does it get any better than Chicago food? From longtime favorites to newly opened locations, Italian beef joints to pizza places, burritos to sushi, Chicago's very own Eats celebrates a wide range of food and restaurants in the greater Chicagoland area. Hosts Kevin Powell and Michael Piff welcome you into their daily food talk in the WGN Radio break room as they discuss their latest foodie adventures, their top five lists, the latest social media arguments, interviews with chefs, and conversations with local celebs about their favorite places to eat. This is Chicago's Very Own Eats. This is episode 18 of Chicago's Very Own Eats. I'm Kevin Powell alongside Mike Piff. Plenty to get to in this episode. Lollapalooza is starting in downtown Chicago. And major breaking news this week, the Chaco Taco, a longtime staple at your ice cream trucks, is being discontinued by Klondike. Uh, it's been around since the early 80s. Mike, were you a big... Um, and we're going to get into some of our favorite spots to eat if you're going to Lollapalooza. That's within walking distance. Like, if you're going to go and you want to go before or after, places you can eat around Lollapalooza, we'll give you a rundown on that. But we did want to get into the Choco Taco news because that was major breaking news, Mike. And then we wanted to run through some of our favorite childhood and maybe even adult ice cream, ice cream truck items. But uh, were you a big Choco Taco fan, Mike? I'll be honest. I wasn't the biggest Choco Taco fan. One, because it just sounded really funny to me as a kid, and I just Mm -hmm. didn't want to go that far with it. I had a lot of other chocolate favorites, though, when it came to my... My choices for the uh, the ice cream truck. I can can I just bring up though? Were ice cream trucks not as creepy when we were kids, or is that um, a perception I thing? I think they've always been creepy. Really? Yeah, I don't remember them ever being like immaculate, like an immaculate shape or anything. Like They're nothing out of like the movies, right? No, it always felt like they were a little rundown. But when you're a kid, you probably notice it a little bit less than when you're. You're probably adults. also just looking at your options, right? As those yeah, you're just come jacked around. up. You, you, when you hear the ice cream truck, and when you're a kid, and you're either in like the backyard or sitting in the house during the summer, and you hear the ice cream truck, it's a mad scramble because you got to find a few bucks, right? Yeah. Like a dollar or two. Uh, if your parents are home, you're you're yelling for them to give you a couple dollars. Then you head out, and then you got to find the truck because sometimes yes. you hear it, and you get outside, you're like, oh my god, where is it? And then you're trying to track <laughs> it in the neighborhood. It's a whole thing. But as a kid. It's tough to beat that sort of excitement. Was was the go-to song for your area's ice cream truck the entertainer, like from the Sting, or was it like, "Do your ears hang low"? Do they? Well, I don't know. I, I don't remember one. exactly what it was. I if remember I heard mine it, being entertainer. I think. Yeah, I think that was ours. I wouldn't know it if I heard it, but sometimes you'd hear it in the faint distance. You're like, "Wait a minute, lower the TV." I think I just heard the ice cream truck. <laughs> Drop the basketball. When, you, when you're a kid, <laughs> when you're a kid in the middle of summer and you hear the ice cream truck rolling through your neighborhood. That is a big-time thrill. So the Choco Taco, which was never a big one for me, not that I was against People it. People seem to care a lot about it, though. Yeah, so anytime any of these, like, long-time snacks or favorites of people that people like probably don't enjoy that often get discontinued everybody loses it on mm-hmm. social media right like when the twinkie was discontinued everybody lost it and then big surprise it came back so i wouldn't be surprised when i first saw this i'm like is this a marketing move they pull it off the shelves and then like a year later they bring it back and then they sell like an insane amount of choco tacos it'd be brilliant it would be brilliant i mean we you know if when it's limited time people lose their minds like the mcrib you know it's only around for a little <laughs> bit so i've been uh my route 
out to and from work, I, I walk on Michigan. And so just north, hopefully I'm not narking any ice, ice cream truck drivers here, but just north of the river on Michigan, right by Pioneer Court, Tribune Tower right there, there's, there's sort of those like half circle driveways that, that if you needed to, you could pull like a UE on Michigan Avenue. Mm-hmm. But this summer, there's been ice cream trucks posting up there. Which is a great idea because there's yes. a lot of foot traffic and it's the middle of the summer and you're walking around Michigan Avenue. So they've been they've been there like the past couple of weeks I've noticed that I'm like, I've, I've never seen ice cream trucks on Michigan Avenue before. But when the Choco Taco news broke, I'm like, on my way home, I'm going to see if the guy has Choco Tacos. And I walked up and I like, you know, it's almost like a drug deal. I'm like, hey, you got any Choco Tacos? You know, they've been discontinued. And the guy's like, I got Choco Tacos. So I'm like, let me get two of those. <laughs> Did he upcharge it? He, I was like, I don't know what ice cream goes for these days from your standard ice cream truck. So it was $10 for two of them. So I'm storing them in my freezer and then I'm going to sell them for thousands of dollars on eBay. Great idea. Great idea. So let's, Do you have like a power rankings of your favorites? At least yeah, from you so that's what I wanted to get yeah. to. Let's hear Mike Piss' favorite ice cream truck items. So, because it's also one one other quick note. Like, yeah, we call it the ice cream truck, but a lot of times you're not. It's not really ice cream. It's more of a popsicle. It's like kind of a yes. you know what I mean. But whatever, that doesn't. It really comes matter. on a stick most of the time. Yeah, and you're rarely you're not getting like soft serve or like a cup of ice cream typically. But anyways, let's share some of your favorite ice cream truck yes, items. Yes, and big shout out to Good Humor for providing so much happiness over my yeah. long years. Anyway, Chocolate Claire was my all-time favorite. This is the one with kind of the crumbs on the outside of it. Chocolate, they have a strawberry version yeah, of I it. I was a strawberry guy. You're a big strawberry guy. I'm just now getting into strawberry ice cream, and now I understand why yeah. people As like a kid, it so much. Those, those packed a punch, though. You kind of mm-hmm. feel not great after eating those on a hot summer day. Oh, no. Uh, the Chocolate Chip Witch is another all-time favorite. And I think we used to be able to find this whenever you go to, like, you know, I think in college they had these in your freezer sections, or that was always a go-to So that's just the chocolate chip ice cream sandwich? That's basically the chocolate ice cream sandwich. They called it the Chip Witch. Okay. Uh, The Snoopy, of all the characters, like, you know, you have your, like, SpongeBob's, your Super Mario's. My all-time favorite was the Snoopy one. It was simple. It was vanilla, chocolate casing on the outside, and I love Snoopy. How about <laughs> you? Do you have? Did you have a favorite of yeah, yours? Yeah, so my favorite was the bubble play, which yeah. was uh, maybe because I just always love sports, and I saw the baseball glove, and then the little gumball in the middle of the glove was uh, uh, a baseball. And it was always funny, too. Like, when you pulled it out of the packaging, absolutely looked nothing like no, the packaging. No. Like, not even Way close. better packaging. So way off, but it was still exciting. I would say the, the bubble play which was the glove and the mm-hmm. gumball that was baseball and also if you're talking characters the teenage mutant ninja turtles the good one it was green it had the two the two eyes which weren't always like properly placed where never eyes should be never and a little red stripe i would say those two were were my favorites if if i had to, if i had to um put a list i would put my top bubble play and then the ninja turtle one. do you remember the screwball though which is kind of an answer to the bubble play the bubble play you know, you get done with your ice cream, you got to make sure you don't drop that, that yeah. piece of gum, right? Or you're not going to eat the gum before your ice cream. Screwball was like basically, I think it was more slushy, but at the bottom was the I think you. I think somebody responded on Twitter with that as a response. Yeah. You put that out there. Yeah, I don't think I ever got that too often. I, my wife, Amy, was a big fan of it. I also 
from a popsicle standpoint, firecrackers were my go-to. So that's the red, white, and blue one. Yes. Correct? Yeah, very standard, mm-hmm. easy to eat, very patriotic. I didn't know this was a regional thing. Did you know that? I did not know that. If you keep going west on 88, they call it a bomb pop. Yeah, we were talking about it on the afternoon show, and Lisa might have mentioned it as, oh, a, really? as a bomb. She mentioned it's something, and we were all like, wait, which one is that? And then when you clarify, it's the red, white, blue, the one that kind of looks like a rocket ship. I think most of us in the greater Chicagoland area know it as the firecracker, but the more west you go, they called bomb pop, and they also had a like banana chocolate version of it, which really throws me off a How little bit. How do you bit. feel about the frozen bananas covered in chocolate? Ah, I'm getting back into that. I, 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 you know, I always think of Arrested Development when I hear that (laughs) because there's always money in the banana stand. Do you do other like, uh, like the um, popsicles? Like, I distinctly uh, remember the great white like shark one. Oh yes, that was the lemon ice one. Yeah, I I was always a big lemon ice kid growing Mm -hmm. up. I completely forgot about the great white. You know, another one that was very popular because there was just the push up. Yep. Which was always a mess because it was in this cardboard casing <laughs> and it would like get soggy by the end of it. But there was a Flintstone one of that. Oh, yes. It was a Flintstone push-up. And those were just an absolute disaster because like, it was melting and, yep. and it was dripping around the sides Tasted of it. Tasted great, though. Had a flimsy little plastic straw that uh-huh. you used to kind of push the thing up and down. Always broke. Always uh, broke. But, like, I used to – I remember walking to Eagle Market. Did you have an Eagle Market Never by Never had you? an Eagle Market. We had an Eagle Market by us, and that was the reason we would go walk around the corner to get those Flintstone push pops. I'm so happy you mentioned the great – the great white – was it the great white shark? It was called the great white. God, yeah. I haven't I, had one of those I, in Because I had it, like, in my brain for the last week as we've been talking about Chaco Tacos and didn't remember the name of it, looked it up. These are awesome. They are shark-shaped. And they are lemon, and they are delicious. Refreshing. Yes. You know, sometimes exactly what you need. Um, The Choco Taco is essential because the drumstick. Everyone loves the drumstick. I love a drumstick. The waffle cone, the the ice cream, and then the nuts and the chocolate. That's basically a Choco Taco. Yeah. Choco Taco just, someone was like, you know what? That's really good. Let's put it in taco form. And that's what happened with the Choco Taco, which has been around since the early 80s. Uh, I'm sure many are stocking up on the Choco Taco. I don't, I'm not actually going to sell my Choco Tacos on, on eBay, but I, I was like, you know what? I'm walking past an ice cream truck. The news, I'm like, let me get a couple of those. I put them in the freezer. I'll eat them at some point. If anyone finds a Choco Taco, please send us a photo on Twitter. We would love to see it. <laughs> yeah, the Choco Taco. Um, all right. Any, other, any others before we uh, move on to our next topic? You know, I. The more I think about it, like that was kind of my top list there. Uh, Snoopy popsicle I, all the way though. Do you, the characters. Do you remember? And I think they still have them. But it was it was such like um, I don't know if you had like a field day and when you were in elementary school mm-hmm. or something like that. The little plastic cup of ice cream, yes, with the wooden spoon. I could go through like five of those. <laughs> there was vanilla, chocolate, and then the swirl, right? And, and then on top of it was like a wedged in there mini wooden stick. And by the end of it, you were kind of just tasting the wood of the little spoon slash stick. Oh, but it was so, so good. Yes, I. You know what? That was like sweet manna from heaven. Anytime you got it in elementary school, those were exciting. You know, and they were great on a on a summer day. So that's kind of a rundown. I'm sure. I have a feeling a Choco Taco will make a big return at some point. I think we need to quote you on that one. Yeah, we'll mark the tape. We'll bring it back. All right, Lollapalooza is here, and 
I haven't seen a ton of Lala goers yet where we're located uh, at 303 Wacker, not far from the park where the concerts are, where the whole festivals and everything. It's usually you see, a, you know, your, your Lala crowd walking past our building. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen much yet. We're recording this on Thursday as things get going, but we figured we'd tie in some great restaurants to go to, just some good spots to eat, whether it's yeah. before or after Lollapalooza. So what do you have? Well, and, and this is for our crowd that's probably coming in from the suburbs, a lot of them. Uh, also, people from out of town and filling up the hotels right by our office here. So I kind of broke out a couple of favorites in the area, starting with pizza places. Okay, One go-to off Michigan Avenue on Madison is Paisano's. I think yeah. if you want that Chicago experience, get your deep dish from there. Flo and Santos, not far from Grant Park over on Wabash. Uh, a unique pizza. They have different toppings there. Also I've never a been. Place. Really, it's yeah. very good. Highly recommend it. There's a new Aurelio's over in South Loop. Yeah, Michigan and Roosevelt. Yes, and that is a great ex- – get some Bosco sticks while you're there. You got to. <laughs> uh, and the new Lou Malnati's on Michigan Avenue because, you know, if you're not from this area, you're going to want to try some Lou's. Get it over at the uh, the one – by Pioneer Court, I think it is, at 410 Michigan Avenue. Art of Pizza has a location on State Street. I, I – Loved going to the one over closer to, like, Lakeview, Lincoln Park area. But Art of Pizza probably is the best stuffed pizza in the area. Okay. And there is a Roots over in South Loop to get that Quad City-style pizza and the mozzarella sticks that are like Lincoln Logs. Uh, all good options. A few I've got is Miller's Pub, which is a classic yeah. spot. I don't know if it's necessarily going to hit for the Lala crowd if you're walking into sort of this old-timey pub, which is on uh, – uh, third, uh, 134 South Wabash. The influencers uh, will find it. They'll find it. Um, <laughs> Victory Tap. There's uh, Victory Italian mm-hmm. um, in River North. Victory Tap on Michigan Avenue, 1416, which is not right next to the park. But, like, if you're going to Lollapalooza, you're anticipating to walk anyway. So yep. this is not too far of a walk, especially if you want to maybe get a little bit away from the crowd uh, as well. Kitty O'Shea's, just your classic I Irish love pub. Kitty O'Shea's. That's in the Hilton at 720. Good Sox Fest spot. Yeah, Sox. Blackhawks used to have their conventions there as well. Um, So those are a few spots for me. Also, Rosebud recently opened a new restaurant, which is uh, used to be Tavern at the Park, and that's at uh, that would be uh, Randolph, one one thirty East Randolph. Yeah, so like Randolph in Michigan, they have a big outdoor area. I've been to it before, previously before it was Rosebud, but that's a new location for um, that longtime Chicago restaurant. If you get on that patio, that is some prime seating. Yeah, I I mean, I don't want to speak for them. I would guess on a weekend like this, you'd probably do some sort of private situation there. I would think so. those are a few that stood out. You have a Billy Goat not far either yep, on Lake if you yep. want a quick burger. Um, that location as well. Any others for you? That I got a couple out? burger spots for you. The Gage is right on Michigan mm-hmm. Avenue over there, uh, 24 South Michigan Avenue. Potter's over in the Palmer House. Uh, one, to have an excuse to go over to Palmer House. You mentioned the is... Lala crowd walking into Palmer House. Oh, come on. I bet <laughs> like, some of them are staying there. Makeup all over their face. That'd oh, yeah. Get a brownie. You know, it'll be yeah. fine. Uh, Doc B's really good burger spot uh, over on uh, 55 East Grand. So it's a little walk, but not yeah, too it's a bad. a little bit farther. But the, also, never a bad call is the Shake Shack, which is over in the lobby of the Chicago Athletic Association. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the line is going down to Lollapalooza for that one. That's a spot that, that would be one. popular for this crowd. Um, Italian-wise, 
you know, because you're out here. You need to get some Italian. Acanto's over on Michigan Avenue. Very good. Italian Village. Got to get that one in. Also, why not some Italy? Walk around. Try some stuff. Yeah. Enjoy it. I mean, some of those aren't necessarily right near the park, but I'm sure a lot of people are staying, you know, yeah. in River North or in the Loop or things like that. So Now, Revival Food Hall that we did a yeah. while back is a great spot for you to try a bunch of things. Have you been to Lollapalooza? Yes, yeah, several times. Did you, were you, did you enjoy it? I did for the most part. Um, you know, actually, there were there was a time where I would be able to go all day long, and the lineups would be a lot of my kind of music. It's not that way anymore. But the headliners are usually in my wheelhouse a lot of the time. I've done I've done Lullaby myself before, and it was just to go see uh, Metallica. It was my first time seeing Metallica, and don't pass up on that opportunity. You will enjoy it. Metallica fans are a blast, and there's a lot of punching air and chanting along. The music's really good. They're there tonight. Um, I mean, the Killers were fantastic. Pearl Jam. I've I've seen a ton of great ones. How about you? I've never been to Lala. Just oh my man, uh, at least once. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm, I just I never really had a desire to go. I mean, huge crowds, and uh, I would go for sure. I think um, I think a good way to do it. It's not like top of my list. Something right. To do. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, but to experience it, go on a day that you know some of your favorite bands are playing. That's another thing. Like a lot of the bands mm-hmm. I saw this year, and I know everybody loses their mind every time the lot of the lineup is released, and I'm like, they're trying to hit everyone here. And I yeah. think they do a pretty good job of being like a wide-ranging uh, musical acts that kind of cater to just about every everybody. Gr- Greg Cott one time described to me, the longtime music critic, this is a really good way to put it. It's like... If you put your old iPod on shuffle, that's Lollapalooza. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. But you can definitely gauge how old you're getting based on uh, how far down the lineup you don't recognize names of bands, right? Yeah, this year was kind of rough for me, but um, it's not exactly top of the list, but um, maybe I'll get there What would be a band or an act that would make you consider going oh man it's that's too hard of a question i mean <laughs> I'm, so I'm, going, sorry. I'm going to a music fest uh it's i think it's the first year they're doing it called sacred rose which is uh where Ooh. the fire used to play there's a bridge view yeah toyota park yeah or used going to be. there because war on drugs is playing nice and, um also black pumas is playing they're playing at the same time i'm like come on those are my top two right not there. fair so i'll have to bounce around so um i think i'm also going to hit up uh maybe we do something next week on this for the um Windy City Smokeout, oh, which is next yeah. week. I think I'll be heading to that one of the nights for some barbecue. In like some country, country music. Don't necessarily like love it, but there's a few acts that I'm that I'm cool with. So maybe we'll do next next podcast a Windy City Smokeout preview because I know they've I went to the very it was either the first or second one, which is which was in just like a little parking lot in River North. Uh-huh. I remember. Um I think I'm now it's a United Center, right? Yeah, well it was it was off of I want to say Grant it was a little parking lot. And then it got popular, I think, after a year or two. And then they went to, like, where Freedom Center is, where the Tribune is. Okay. They did that for a couple of years. Now they do it over at the United Center. But they're perfect. We just planned our next uh, Chicago's Very Own Eats podcast. Mike, we'll do something on Windy City Smokeout next week. But this was fun, talking ice cream trucks. I'm telling you, if, if you're craving one of those one of those treats that we covered on Michigan Avenue, they've got ice cream trucks for you, Mike. So don't even have to run and chase them down uh, in your neighborhood right there on Michigan for you. Uh, He's Mike Piff. I'm Kevin Powell. Thank you very much for listening. This is Chicago's very own Eats.